Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs and it is January the 21st and we're out of the deep freeze and uh, we've got some good snow cover, which is nice to see and uh, looks like it's going to warm up a little bit, but I don't think we're going to get massive melting right off the bat. So it'll be good. Just a little bit of a slow melt in between just to get a little bit more moisture in the ground and hopefully we'll get a bit more snow going into February and March, which we typically do. That's when we get our, I think we seem to get our heavier snow, which will be good. And uh, anyways, today I have Sheldon Gezel, and he is from Evolve. Um, he's the creator of Rage Plus, plus a bunch of other numerous organic products. So looking forward, he's going to join us in about 10, 15 minutes. And uh, I'm going to keep him on for as long as we can. And if you guys have any questions um, regarding organic fertilizer compared to um, some of the synthetic or other types of fertilizer, Eldon, Sheldon is our guy. He uh, He's very um, a wealth of knowledge in the organic world and the plant world. Um, so very excited to work with um sheldon over the years uh, i've learned lots and uh he he likes to share his knowledge so he's going to be on and taking our calls at 403-974-8255 so listen in um we have this one picture um that we've i just still remember it was a customer sent in um, a picture of her birch tree and a picture was taken in, in, in June and top third of it was no leaf all at all coming out in it. Um, we recommended using rage plus and by August she sent us a picture and the tree was fully leafed out right to the top. It, it does amazing stuff with the tissue and gets things back into life. Um, I have a monstera that's kind of seems to be stagnant. So I hit it with some rage plus yesterday so i'm looking forward to see what it will do um to my monstera hopefully it uh it's just been sitting so it's you know when your plant just sits there and looks at you it does nothing that's what mine's been doing so i'm hoping to get a little bit of life into it with the rage and we do have a whole bunch um sheldon sent down a box of free samples of the rage plus so after we chat today we'll mention a couple more times but if you want to pop down to the store we will have uh, a bunch of free samples available for if you'd like to uh, take one home and try it out it does uh, it works great and also a couple of the pictures and i still remember this this was from brad he's our operations manager he had a couple big labradoodles and we were using the evolve dog spot prevent at his house with the green it up lawn fertilizer and it's just you see in the one picture it's totally dead dead spots everywhere it looks looks bad and that almost looks photoshop but the next picture is where the grass has totally come back and uh so that was with the combination the the dog spot prevent works great and it neutralizes the urine in the soil so again sheldon will um help us out with all that kind of stuff and we were chatting about planting and stuff like that still a bit early 
to to plant a whole lot unless you want to grow some stuff in the house like you could start your peppers things like that a little bit earlier if you have some room to grow um geranium cuttings and stuff this time of year i would um look at transplanting any of my if i had geraniums in my house or things like that or i'd start cutting them back here pretty soon and uh, just remove all the deadwood and take about 25 30 percent off the top and just thin them out like usually by that time they're probably all lots of branching so just just thin them out uh, create some structure in your geranium let the new growth come and then in three or four weeks you'll be able to take some cuttings off of that as well so that time your fuchsias all those kind of things um, would be great um we got a, a text here already and good morning love your show thank you so much and i love doing it i do uh, i look forward to it on sunday mornings so i'm uh, happy to be here with you guys we recently took down a huge spruce tree stump has been removed and there are a few roots we need to clean up is there something we need to do to the soil before we can put grass seed yeah it, it's if it's a big old spruce it's probably um depleted the soil pretty badly so what i would do is if you can get a machine in there either a walk band bobcat or a bobcat of some sort or if you're really ambitious um a pick and shovel dig down and just turn over you want to get good six eight inches of good soil um in there because like, you're gonna have all kinds of roots and typically the spruce roots will be right along the top so unless you can build up over top of it what i would re recommend is get in there with the machine remove all the roots in that area bring in a couple yards of good garden loam and uh, and then just start fresh like that it's it's just it's not going to be a like it's probably going to be a bit of sick but it's more depleted everything's been taken out of that soil um so what i would try to do like i said try and turn it over and if if the roots aren't there and you can go through your whole area and kind of turn it over that with a good shovel depth through the whole thing and uh just just put in some new garden mix on top that would be great as well you just sod's pretty um resilient and can grow because you're going to be feeding it it becomes a heavy feeder so and then again once i did that i get your loam pack it in nice make sure it's graded properly away from anything and then i'd hit it with our green it up lawn fertilizer and uh, before you lay the sod lay that on the soil rake it in put your sod on top um, make sure you're watering two to three times a day depending on the heat if you get early spring it's a great time to do it as well i try to sod before the superheat of the of the summertime and uh, and it doesn't take long two three weeks you're mowing grass and yeah you, you forgot all about the mess but that's how i would uh, recommend you you do it and or if you're doing grass seed same thing um you just want to get good soil in there and seed fairly heavy and on that it's going to take a bit longer to to get the seed going so you're probably gonna have to stay off that area for a good month, month and a half sort of thing at least. And uh, so it depends how big it is. I would really look at sod as well. It's not, it's it's not that uh, pricey if you're doing it yourself. It's once you sort of look at it, it's fairly fairly reasonable. Um, and I got uh, one more thing on the 
Actually, I'm just going to, I might as well go to Sheldon right now. I hear he's on the line. He's calling in all the way from Manitoba. Good morning, Hi, Sheldon. Merle. Morning. How are you? How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. Good, good, good. good. Um, everyone always gets excited when we start talking about rage. I love all the stories that come out of it. And, uh, and, uh, and it's just, it's great to have you on. And I was looking through your website and uh, looking at all the success and the products. And uh, so you got the organic area pretty well covered, I would say. <laughs> Anything we need. Yeah. Um, and and I and we did that. And I will have a few people asking this, Sheldon. Um, when you're dealing organics, yeah. sometimes, um, and and this isn't Sheldon that smells. It says, "Good morning." The last range blessed <laughs> bottle I bought from your store smells stronger than previous bottle, and it fizzed when I opened. Plus, there's a bit of a bulge in the bottom of the bottle. Um, if if can that you maybe correct. explain what happened? And and we're also replacing. If you need that. I, I'm assuming the the fertilizer is still good, but you have some organics working some stuff in the bottle. That's correct. Yeah, when we um, get our raw ingredients from the St. Lawrence Seaway here in Canada, that's where we get our uh, seaweed source, which is uh, one of the ingredients that goes into making Rage Plus. Um, the, during the drought time period, the seaweed was uh, different than what we're used to for a consistency of supply. So it was a little bit smellier, for sure. Uh, yep. The product's still good, even though it's starting the fermentation process. We normally want that fermentation process to start once you put it into the soil. Okay. But some of the fermentation process is happening in the physical bottle itself. Okay. So what can they do? Just, can you let the air out of it? Like, maybe leave the cap off a bit? Or, or what, yeah. what do you... Yeah, it's what producing oxygen in the physical bottle. So just you keep the – it's a flip-top cap. So most individuals don't know it's like a ketchup-style flip-top cap. Take the seal out, and uh, what will happen is the gas will – or the oxygen will start to build up in the physical bottle, and it'll just go through the ketchup lid itself. Okay. Okay. So perfect. there's an inner seal that needs to be taken out, and then you can use that uh, – Ketchup type squeeze dispenser on the top of the bottle, yeah, which is which is good because then you're not using too much at one time, which which is going to hurt it anyways. You can't really. I don't think you can burn with rage or use, um, like if you dump too much lawn fertilizer on your grass or something like that, you can get some burning. Um, That's but correct, I know with yeah. the with the rage, it is nice though when you have that, like you said, the spray out the top, the dispensing type cap, because then you're using the right amounts and. And you're not uh, you're not wasting anything um, at that time as well. Yeah, some of our organics, like our fish product, it's very oily, and it's nice to have that ketchup dispensing lid so you can dispense what you need and not more than what the the, the measuring cup that you're trying to fill has. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so in answering that, um, um, so that was from Wendy, and uh, hopefully that answered your question. Um, it, it's all fine, and yeah. but uh, yeah, and, and any new product think... coming for this year, it that smell has been eliminated again. It was just that one time year where they had a low water level uh, on the St. Lawrence Seaway, and the seaweed just had that smell when it came in as a raw ingredient. Okay. So we just okay. couldn't seem and to... yours is freshwater seaweed, which which. Correct. In my mind, is better than some of the the if you're getting it out of the ocean, which is a salt based. 
That's correct. Um, one of the benefits of a freshwater seaweed is we don't have to rinse the salts out of the seaweed source itself. And once you start rinsing the salts out with fresh water, you start to lose the benefits of the seaweed, which is the gibberellic acid or the natural hormone in the physical leaf tissue, which basically plants react very quickly on. It increases cell division 100 times faster. So if you have one of those tropical trees sitting in that self-exposure window and when you bought it, it had a couple of pieces of fruit on it, and it no longer has any fruit, give it some Rage Plus and uh, it'll start producing fruit even in this low daylight hours we have. Yeah, and I have a Thai constellation that was, it, it's been sitting there, I was telling the listeners just before you came on, it was sitting there doing nothing and it's been kind of just looking at me, just nothing, right, for a couple months here. So I yeah. gave it a couple shots of Rage yesterday. So um, uh, I marked it on the calendar. So I'm kind of curious to see um, when that stuff kicks in, and I can see some see some results and get my uh, my Thai constellation pumping out some new leaves because we did a reno and we kind of moved these plants around. So I did right. kind of beat my plants up over the last year. So I'm just bringing them all back to life right now, and uh, that's the last one that's kind of just sitting there at this time. Hey Sheldon, I guess got to take a quick break. And then when we get back, we'll just put you on hold. And we got a few texts. And if we get some callers that want to join in and uh, ask Sheldon or myself any questions, um, phone lines are wide open, 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening, and Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up Calgary's year-round full-service garden center. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. And nice. I do have Sheldon Gezel with me today, and he is with Evolve um, Organic Fertilizer Company. Um, so we were just chatting about um, the rage and and the organics and replacing tissue, and I... I always, yeah. I always love the few pictures that we get from our customers that they send in when the the results like, and I and I find the birch tree is one that uh, the birches love it, and so do a lot of other plants. Um, love the yeah. the Rage Plus as well. Um, does it help? So I, I said, is, here's another text we got. Sheldon says, "Good morning," and actually, this is on the dog spot. Good morning. Just caught your okay. final comments on the product that neutralizes dog urine. Would you please tell me what it's called and and what it does? So maybe what, let's hit with the. So we're hitting with our popular products, like the Rage Plus. We sell a, like people come in all the time talking about it. And we always joke it's all the rage, and uh, and then the dog spot prevent is one that we have very good uh, success with as well. So maybe share with us what um, what the dog spot prevent does. Um, for your grass. Okay. Um, well, just uh, kind of a, a little secret. We actually put Rage Plus into the granular dog spot. So the dog spot just broadcast it, and it does three things. Number one, it uh, allows your urine to go from zero to two inches, where it tends to pool because we've got these heavy clay soils in Western Canada, to yep. go from zero to two inches down zero to 12 inches. So it's open up the porosity. So the dog urine's not sitting there creating a concentrated spot, which turns dark green, then it turns light green, then it turns yellow, and then it's a complete burnout. Okay. Uh, second thing that it does, it 
has a pH neutralizer in it because dog urine can be very high in pH in a concentrated area or very low pH depending on male, female, what you're feeding the dog, et cetera, et cetera. So it stops that high pH change or low dramatic pH change, which grass doesn't like. Uh, the third thing, now some people say, well, I have all these yellow spots already. What is it going to do? Well, we add the Rage Plus to the physical granular itself. And as I mentioned before, Rage Plus increases cell development really fast and gets plant tissue going very fast. Most grass contains Kentucky Blue, Creeping Red Fescue, another Creeping Fescue, and maybe an annual rye if you're just starting your lawn. The annual rye comes up and then it's gone within four to five weeks in the hopes your side creeping fescues, which go sideways, pop up, sideways, and pop up. Well, that yellow spot has burnt out the creeping fescues and the Kentucky bluegrass. But the creeping fescue will slowly creep in and fix that spot on its own. But we add the Rage Plus to accelerate that yellow spot being recouped as fast as possible. So stops them from happening, first of all. Number two, if you have yellow spots and you're just using dog spot for the first time, it will correct those yellow spots as well. Perfect. Yeah, and we've had lots of people use it and we get pictures after and then they, I see when they post it on their Facebook page, all their followers are all excited because you had a lot of young families with new dogs and you get your nice green grass that you worked hard to put down then. Yes. All of a sudden, rovers out there, and uh, within a few weeks, all of a sudden, you got spots everywhere, and you're like, ah, it's not looking so good. So you you got to yeah. get that cleaned up. So yeah, yeah we... the, so the dog spot prevent is a is another one of the great ones. And actually, I want to I want to sort of I feel like I'm I'm doing a Academy Awards show, Sheldon. We're going through all your products <laughs> and <laughs> talking about each one. Um, but here's another question. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix in some some questions as we go, um, just off the text line as well. Um, and this this one was a email to me from Sylvie. It says, "My orchids are not flowering, but I water them with ice cubes. Can I freeze the water with a few drops of Rage Plus to my orchids? We have used the product for years, and we purchased it twice yearly on our trip to spruce it up." Um, can you could you do that? You know, a lot of people love that method of watering their orchids um, with the ice cubes. Could you could you mix in a little bit of the rage and freeze it like that, and, and will it still be okay? Yes, absolutely. Uh, generally, what happens with inorganic fertilizers once they freeze, if they have a nitrogen, phosphate, potassium source, the phosphate tends to fall out and forms a rock when it gets too cold, so it separates from the solution. Okay. Whereas my organic alternatives. They don't separate the ingredient listings. They can freeze solid as long as it's not a, a full bottle because we do fill the bottles right to the top. It can be frozen, and it'll work just as effective the next spring. Yeah, the yeah. so if it, yeah, like you said, if they're frozen, then you'll get that expansion of the liquid, and it could burst the bottles open and stuff like that. So Correct. So they can mix it in their water, freeze some cubes for their orchids, and apply it, and, yeah, it'll work just as good as, using it with just normal water and fertilizer. And actually that's a good idea by Silly. Like she like they like to feed it so you, you maybe have a and you might want to rinse the ice cube tray after and before you use it for the for your for your for your drinks. But um mix in <laughs> the the Rage Plus, put a couple of drops in each one and uh and then you have a, just a, a ready to use fertilizer cube that you can just pop out of the freezer and uh and yep. pop it into the into 
into your plant. Okay, here's one more on the on the text. Good morning. I was wondering if I could put Rage Plus on my canna lily when I bring it out of storage. So, you know, people like to store their bulbs over winter, Sheldon, and okay. they want to use the Rage Plus to get it going in the spring. Um, I, I think absolutely. But let me, what do you think? And what will it do with uh, with the Rage Plus? Or what will it do with that canna lily bulb in the, in the springtime? Well, I'll just kind of uh, use an example with potato growers. They seed their potatoes, they apply the Rage in the physical row mixed with water, and then they cover the potato with soil. So what it does is it absorbs into the seed germ or the bulb itself, yep. create, uh, a, a basically triggers the bulb to say, hey, let's start creating a primary root and a primary shoot very quickly. So if you're yep. used to planting your bulbs in beginning of April, yeah, they won't come up for three or four more weeks. Uh, you might want to hold off to middle of April because if you add the rage, things are going to happen a lot faster. Okay, perfect. Hey, Sheldon, we got to take a quick break for the news. Uh, we'll get back and we'll continue on any more questions. You want to join us, 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I'm joined by Sheldon Gezel, and he's the creator of Rage Plus, Dog Spot Prevent, Organic All Purpose, everything organic. Um, I just want to know when you're going to get the hair growing thing going. I'm waiting for that. I know. So can... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, when I've been speaking about Rage Plus and how it works, and people say, oh, can I drink it? No, don't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's absolutely. A, that's, that's another problem. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, so what do we have here? I got a couple more questions that I'm going to um, go through here on the text. Um, so uh, and just to finish up on that bulb question. Um, yeah. So basically, it, it really gets it. But don't use it too early because it, it will get it going a little bit quicker. So it, that's, I, I, that's what I find. It's a great product when you want to start things, like get things going. Um, if you're doing your amaryllis bulb or you're doing um, your spring dahlia bulbs and things like that, if you forgot to fertilize them in the fall to regenerate some energy in that bulb, the, the Rage Plus is a great way to just give it a boost and get it going in the spring. Yeah, my garlic growers, Manitoba, Vancouver Island, they love the Rage Plus for that specific reason. I mean, in Vancouver Island, they get lots of rain, so they get good bulbs. <laughs> But by using the Rage Plus, they get 20 to 30% bigger bulbs with actually six big cloves on them. Okay. Um, also had a question regarding salt content in in water. Um, like someone's watering their, their shelter belt um, and the water has a fairly high salt content. Would the Rage yeah. help with any of that? Uh, our granulars tend to help more with that uh, saline salt. Uh, condition because of the pH neutralizer uh, that's in the physical product and opening up the porosity. Now, yeah. all of our granulars over the years, we have now put rage into the majority of our granulars. So you're getting the rage in there, but using the concentrated rage, things will just happen that much quicker. Okay. Um, so any for, other suggestions on somebody, what they can do with salt water? So I know you deal with a lot of farmers and stuff. Like, do you have any suggestions? 
uh, well, if they're doing shelter belts, um, I mean, the granulars, it's more cumbersome, but they would apply a half a cup, depending how big the tree is, to, you know, uh, two cups. Uh, just at the base of the tree, maybe a foot away, for, uh, away from it, go around, just sprinkle it, and it will temporarily, for about two months, create the porosity, open it up, allow those salts to be taken down to lower in the soil system. But yeah. if you have saline salt in the whole area, it'll only temporarily fix that condition. Yeah, so you got to get into reverse osmosis or do some sort of treatment to the water, yeah. I would think, if you're going to, to try and grow with it. So Yeah, that's your best route. Or most garden centers will say, big, dig a bigger hole, you know, if it's in a one-gallon pot, put three gallons of fresh soil, then at least the tree will get off to a good start and not be yeah. affected by the saline salt that you physically are actually pouring into the soil system itself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the thing because you are watering a fair bit, um, especially when they're young, so ensuring that they get enough soil around yeah. them is, but, a, is a good thought. Yeah, the Rage Plus will just allow it to take root very quickly, though, even if, under adverse conditions, whether it's a bug or whether it's a fungus attacking it or a virus or your birch borer, which is internal of the tree. It just makes things happen quicker and strengthens any plant. Yes. All right. And getting, getting a couple more questions, and I think we're going to have the answer for most of these. Um, I have a four-year-old lemon tree that has never flowered. I use a high nitrogen fertilizer. Would it benefit from rage as well? Maybe alternate times. Um, I think we touched on this before, but Sheldon, what are your thoughts on getting the old lemon tree going? Well, generally, a high nitrogen type fertilizer will uh, create a very nice foliage, but it will somewhat prevent any plant from blooming to its full potential if you're still giving it that nitrogen source. So I don't know what kind of nitrogen source, but it's a high nitrogen I, I with phosph potassium, I'm assuming. Yeah, so typically what we recommend for a lot of the um, lemon trees, Sheldon, is uh, 30-10-10. Um, it's one that they seem to they respond very well. You get good growth. But I agree, they need to be supplemented in a couple bloom times with either like a 15-30-15 or something like that, get some higher phosphate or a Rage yep. Plus um, mixed yep. into the mix as well. Yeah, Rage Plus, if you're applying it, you know, pre-flower, it'll just allow that transition to happen that much faster with the Rage Plus. Because whatever the plant's trying to do, it wants to produce flowers, in essence, fruit, and seed to reproduce itself. Okay, actually, and I'm gonna I'm gonna apply some of that to my lemon tree um, after the show as well. Um, I finally got my lemon tree back, um, fully leafed out. It actually looks really, really good right now. Um, it bloomed a bit before fall, but now going into the time it has, uh, it's, it's basically not blooming anything right now. So I'm going to give it a shot of rage um, to give it a little bit of a boost. And uh, and then we'll go from there as yep, well. And those, those samples that are at the garden center will do 20 liters of water. So come on down, grab it, try it on those indoor tropical plants. And uh, perfect yeah, time actually, to experiment. We, yeah, we have actually a couple of questions on, uh, on the house plants as well coming up. Um yeah, so Sheldon has been very generous. He sent a case of uh, sample bottles to us at Spruce It Up. So if anybody wants to try this amazing product, come on down, stop in, and you can pick up a free sample. 
and each little bottle and there's tiny little bottles they'll do 20 liters so you get a, you get a good shot of it to see what it's going to do for you so um yeah look forward to yeah. that all right um where are we at for time we good what is the benefit of organic versus non-organic uh, I'll give you a prime example. If you're adding a, a mycorrhizal-type product to your soil system, uh, by feeding it one of the Evolve organic products, it actually gives it a great food source and allows yeah. it to proliferate the organisms in your soil a lot more. Uh, if you're using it inorganic, the byproduct of most inorganics are either salt or non-absorbable uh, material, so not plant available, or available for microorganisms to use as a food source. So by using a, a good organic, or an organic in general, it acts as a food source to increase your microbiology, in essence, not having to always continually put on a non-organic to get that beautiful looking tree or that shrub that's in the front in that north exposure that's not doing a lot. Uh, you'll build up your organisms in your soil and have that symbiotic relationship. So basically what we do is we take the symbiotic relationship, the biology creating enzymes that the tree wants, we actually put that into our liquid product. So you get that symbiotic relationship by just using the Evolve Organic. Okay. And another question, what's the best way to measure... Um, this, with, when you're squirting it in, what is what's the, what? And I'll go. Th we'll go through the different rage products. But what is the best way to measure squirt wise? <laughs> uh, each one individual garden center out in Ontario was uh, promoting the flip top cap and how easy it was to use. And he basically told me this uh, about midsummer. He says, "Think of it as resuscitating a mouth. One little squeeze is three to five milliliters per liter." And as you okay. said, Merle, you can't overdose using our our, our organic products because the salt content is minimal in them to start with. Okay, okay, so perfect. Um, yeah, we're getting lots of lots of questions, which is great. We're going to take a quick break here uh, for a couple commercials, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll chat a little bit more with Sheldon and myself. Four zero three nine seven four eight two five five. That is the talk and text. If you'd like to join us, uh, you can send pictures, call. I'm happy to uh, communicate in any way with you. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I have Sheldon Gezel with me today. He's Hello. the Rage It Up Man and Rage <laughs> Plus Evolve. And... I guess I let it slip a little bit. I did mention last week to our listeners, and we've had Mark was saying he's having quite a few calls already. Um, we are going to be doing a deep root injection with the with the Rage Plus in yeah. our Green It Up uh, fertilizer program. So um, we're getting lots of people excited about that. It's really and it's just it takes a lot to get um, to be able to to roll something like this out and and trust the product that you're going to be putting in there and I just keep seeing the results of the trees and and uh, and what it does for all the plants I just so you and I've chatted off and on over the last couple of years and, and then last yeah. year I, we, we met when you came out on your trip and chatted I said hey what do you think if I could do a um, a deep root injection and so um, 
you uh, agreed to let us do this. So we're looking forward to to getting that in the lineup and feeding all these big birch trees and uh, and doing all that kind of fun stuff. So um, looking yep. forward to that as well. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to we got a bunch of questions here. Um, good morning. Quick question for your guest, Rage Plus. Can I use it to start our hot peppers, Ghost Reapers? Thanks. Ooh, we got a professional grower here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, you can use Rage Plus to start any seedlings, basically. As I had mentioned before, the uh, freshwater seaweed source, and then we add two other ingredients, which are listed on the physical bottle itself, uh, will absorb into the germ get things going real fast so your survival rate if you're doing cuttings or if you're trying to seed something that's very difficult uh, like a ghost pot pepper and try to produce as much as you can rage plus is uh what you want okay and sheldon there is you also have the organic seedling seedling starter sorry um because th there used to be a product like no damp that used to help with um stuff that would uh, rot off and uh, and you'd get that um, product. So so what That's would correct. be the difference of of you, cause especially with the peppers and that, you maybe want to give it a little extra. So what, what would be the difference between the organic seedling starter or just using Rage Plus? What other benefits would I get? Okay. So on the seedling, first we'll talk about the Rage. The Rage, there's a digesting enzyme, one single one that we add to the product. Uh, it's very strong, so if you're using it outdoor, it'll eat away at dead or dying roots, kind of clean them up and start breaking bonds in the soil to allow micronutrients to be absorbed. What the okay. seedling starter has in it, it's about 40% rage. Uh, it has nitrogen and phosphate, so kind of a well-balanced to start seedling. But it has three enzymes in it, but they're more mild um, uh, digesting enzymes to keep things clean and healthy. So when the initial plant comes up and out of the soil and you're at 98% humidity under your humidity dome. Uh, you get all kinds of molds that want to be created and they want a food source and they want to eat away at that stem. Whereas by adding the rage to the seedling starter, it'll power right through any attack of fungus, molds, or mildews, and it'll give you a great survival rate of your seedlings. Okay. So you're feeding and you give it the protection of the no damp. So it's kind of like a a double whammy on that uh, for your seedlings because there's nothing more Correct. frustrating than you, you do and you and you are seeding and you, and they happen to get a little bit too wet or something and you see them all flop over the next day you, they look good on the one day you go out there the next day to water them or look at them and and yeah. like half of your tray is uh, is uh, flopped over on the onto the soil because it rotted at the stem or your geranium yeah. cuttings you you got them going and then you pull them out and you have that the black rod on the bottom of the of the stem so um yeah, if you and then you the take evolves, the tray off and then you want to air it out and then the other ones tend to struggle <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah um okay so no it's good because yeah the no damp was a great product um but it did stink like it was almost like it almost felt like you're using formaldehyde or some sort of uh pretty yeah. heavy duty chemical so um it's great when you can use this organic um seed seed evolver seed starter and uh and you get a much better um results and plus i like that you're feeding at the same time yeah, all right exactly and you can take it to a, a very high level of growth with yes. the seedling starter yeah okay 
perfect. Yeah, because even your peppers and that they can uh, um, they can definitely um, damp off as well. Um, sometimes if you, if they get going a little bit, you get that soft. I'm trying to think back on the growing. Um, some of the things you'd get frustrated when they would just damp it off. Some, sometimes the petunias, um, you get a few different things um, just when they're small and there's nothing more frustrating than that. So, all right. And you let's only, go. only have so much space for success as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but that's one thing like, you're, you're talking like a lot of the basic needs that a lot of the plants or all the plants need. So a lot of it, you have different formulations but they, the base of a lot of them is the Rage Plus. We start with the basics, and then we fine-tune yeah. as you go through each product, which is pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Can you use Rage any time of the year on your host plants, or just when they're actively growing March till September? Uh, you can use them any time of the year. Uh, of course, follow the directions. Like if you have a snake plant, you won't have to water or fertilize that guy very often. Um, yeah. It tends to stay the same size as when you bought it, even though it'd be nice to get a, a bigger plant uh, in the end. But that one tends to stay the same. Rubber trees don't need a lot of water. So just follow the instructions on how much water a physical plant needs. And you could use the Rage Plus in every watering if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah, so you can use it throughout that. And like you said, a lot of times in um january february or even like through december january when the days are slow or low and low light not really doing Absolutely. a lot sometimes it, it doesn't hurt to add a little bit of um a little bit of food in there just to, to sort of keep them going but at that time of year they're not doing a lot so you, sort of once we get past january everything sort of seems to kick in the sun comes back up and yeah. uh and the plants all feel it we feel better and everything gets going all right we got to take another quick break. When we get back, we'll continue on your text. And if you'd like to join us on the phone lines, 403-974-8255. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I am here with Sheldon Gezel. And we do have a caller on the line. We have Judith. Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Merle. I listen to your program every Sunday morning, and I've learned lots. Um, I just you. wanted to say, um, my, my daughter got me onto Rage Plus many years ago. She lives in Edmonton, and she used to bring it to me from Edmonton. Uh, yep. I, cutting the long story short, I used to get this um, maintenance man in for the yard. He used to do rough work that we couldn't manage, and he commented on our flowers one year. And he said, what do you use to get them looking so nice? And I said, well, I use this product. It's called Rage Plus. His wife owns Brooks Greenhouses and Flowers here in Brooks. And yep. so he took a picture of the bottle and um, um, she got it in. But I had to wait a few years. But anyway, that's fine. She gets it. She got it in for me. And nice. she's, oh, nice. she's now got a, a bunch of customers, she told me. So I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> I yeah, can't Sheldon. Hear you. Thank yeah, you no, very that's much. good. Then. Yeah, that's great. No, yeah. and uh, and it's good. All the people in Brooks can now get it. Uh, um, we used to like if they would drive to Calgary as well, come visit us and spruce it up. But that's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, no, again well, thank for you, Judith. Great information. I'm learning from you on Sundays. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, so thanks, Sheldon. Do you have any, you have any questions today for Sheldon? His making. <laughs> yeah. Do you have thank any you. questions for Sheldon at all, or? Uh, no, just just thank him for what he's doing, and I, I use it on all my house plants, and they just I've got thirty in my house, 
And wow. um, I, I start them off with uh, Rage Plus. If I'm rooting them, I put them in a container with a bit of Rage Plus in the water and I just use them on everything. I use it on everything. And one day Perfect. I went to pick it up from Brooks Greenhouses and Maria said, what are you doing with this stuff? Are you drinking it? Because <laughs> I use it so much. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Merle. Thank you so much. Yep. Take okay, care. Okay, Thanks bye. for calling. All right. Yeah, and we get that a lot. And that's one nice thing when you're using good products. Like it's the the results is what um, really helps and 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 wants you to to keep doing it. And and I know that's kind of what got you going on the product um, when you first started. You're with a bigger um, company fertilizer and they didn't yeah. believe in what you were believing in in the organic way and you uh said okay i'm gonna go on my own saying the way you went and yeah. and uh, i've been very proud to work with you over the years and seeing how your uh your company has evolved and no pun there but um it has <laughs> evolved into a into a great uh, uh little uh little factory going on there all right <laughs> um i'm overwintering my geraniums and I'm cutting them back now, and I just mentioned that earlier. And would this be a good time to give the rage um, to encourage new growth? Um, I'm going to um, say absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I recommend as long people as he this has time. The space. Yeah. See, what I recommend this time of year is sort of we used to always, if you have your stock plant, Sheldon, um, people want to winter their geraniums. I recommend people cut them back about 25, 30% at this time of year. Yep. And and remove all the dead old wood and just kind of create some nice new structure. And this time of year, when you want to get it going, because a lot of people want to take cuttings. So this way, if you get them growing now, by end of February, um, you'll start seeing some good growth and nice soft new growth. And uh, end of February, mid-March, you'll be able to take some nice cuttings. So what uh, what would the rage do, I guess, for the geranium is as well? Probably just push some life into them and get them going? or. Yep. Well, if he has never used the Rage Plus, the first thing, once you dilute it with water, you put it in the soil system. It's going to absorb into the root zone first of all and start getting cell division going, both root. And then, of course, if it wants to produce new vegetative growth, and it's, that's the plant stage it's at, it'll just do it that much faster. But it'll keep the roots clean and healthy, especially if you've never used uh, Rage Plus before. That's the first thing it'll do. Clean up the dead roots. Let's get the root system going first. And then it'll start producing that new growth. I love doing that when I'm growing plants. I love popping the plants out of the out of the pots and looking at the roots, seeing the nice white hairs, all that like just good healthy root systems. It just it feels good, right? Then you know you're doing yeah. it right. Um, there's nothing worse than you pull it out and all your rot and the and the roots look all rotten and and they're just there's nothing there's no life in the root system, so yeah. And um, by that time, most people have overwatered with love. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you just keep. I'll give I'll, I'll give a little bit more. All right, and yep. to give a little more, we got to take a quick break here, and we'll come back after the break with more of Sheldon and Rage Plus. And if you'd like to join us, phone lines are wide open four zero three nine seven four eight. Two five five. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. We're in the second hour right now, and we got Sheldon Gelsel with me, and he is with uh, Rage Plus, plus a bunch of other numerous products um, in the Evolve lineup. Um, and we're getting lots and lots of text. Yep. Um, so we'll get through awesome. those as well. And we got a couple of callers. 
Um, let's go to the phone lines right now. We're going to go to Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. Hi. Good morning, Merle. Good morning, Sheldon. Hi, Wendy. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Um, yeah, no, I've been using Rage Plus for years. I love it. Um, and don't mind me. I've got a raspy throat this morning. Um, but I thought, like, my question, I guess my big question would be, um, I know, like, with fertilizing, isn't the rule of thumb you water your plant and then the last the last bit you add your fertilizer once the the soil is kind of wet how i've always done it um like i've got this fig tree merle knows i've got my fig tree and i've got yep. my Norfolk <laughs> pine and they're big trees and for example i watered them this morning and how i do it is at nine o'clock and I time it, and I write it down, and I <laughs> journal it, basically. Mm-hmm. And I give them about, um, you know, like a pitcher of water, and I add the, I add um, Rage Plus right from the get-go. And then I pour it in and let it sit. So it's been an hour, and I let an hour, an hour and a half go by, and then I'll give it another one until it drains through the bottom. But I'm constantly giving it the Rage Plus, like throughout the whole watering. I do that even with my my smaller my I've got a couple of prayer plants and I mean they love it they all are doing really well is that ignore yeah. is that how am I doing this right I guess nope, you're you're doing that right uh, the general rule with inorganic fertilizers uh, because there's a salt component to them you don't want to have that salt linger around right right especially okay, in a closed pot with the rage mm. plus you don't have to worry about that or <clears throat> any of the evolved products yeah, so it's doing. Yeah, it and the other thing, okay. I like mm-hmm. to if it's if the plants are really dry, I like to get them wet first as well, yeah, just so you don't you waste your product as well. So it just doesn't right. run out the bottom. So right, and then you don't have to water it with ten liters of Rage, right? If or, yeah. or whatever right. fertilizer you're using. So yeah. I like to get if so if the plants are pretty dry, I like to get them moist first to give everything a good watering. And then fertilize um, after that, just so you're okay. not wasting it. This rel runs out the bottom of the pot right. or outside. So that's the other reason for for watering ahead of time. So, but mm-hmm. if you're just doing the slow drip into that, yeah. Wendy, I, yeah, I think yeah. like Sheldon says, I think you're totally fine. Um, yeah. Just okay. if you're doing that good flushing, which you should try yeah. to do still a couple yeah. times a year if you can, just use yeah. straight water and then fertilize after that after you do after the flush. That. Yeah, okay. and then then you're then you're good, um, because it, it it and and you've got to be careful if you're trying to water something, and you happen to and if you are using Rage or any fertilizer and you get, um, and it runs right at the bottom and we've all been there and all of a sudden a little bit more comes out the bottom because it was a little drier than you thought, mm-hmm. and it fills mm-hmm. up that tray. And all of a sudden you get uh, some fertilizer yeah. all over the floor or Rage. It's a little bit earthy. Um, yes. That's that's where so, a turkey baster comes in really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I use absolutely. it for anyway. Um, but yeah, yes, but I, you're I fine these, either way. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I water them like especially the fig and the Norfolk pine. I water them so slow that they don't tend to run right through. Like See, I've looked, and that's like, perfect. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. you get the water all the way down, and you know I talk <clears> about that all the time. Is um, people tend to water the top one or two inches of the plants, either outside and inside. Because like, right. then half the root ball never gets any nourishment get, or yeah, water, exactly. and the root ball mm-hmm. ends up being only half alive. So 
Um, that good watering that you're doing, mm -hmm. Wendy, is great. Mm -hmm. And especially and if it sure has some. I do make sure it does drain through, like I, you know, throughout perfect. the day. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank well, you thanks, so much. Guys. Thanks. Have for... a good day. Thanks, Sheldon. Thanks, Mark. You too. Okay. You're very bye. welcome. Thanks okay, for calling. Bye -bye. Appreciate it. All right. We got another guy on the line here. Let's go to a John. Morning, John. Oh, I'm just another guy, am I? <laughs> oh, I, hey, John. John hey. is a big fan of uh, the rage. I know that. Hey, John. Yes. I uh, heard the word potatoes. Yeah, is that okay. right? When you were talking is, about bulbs, put a little wet them first and then uh, cover them up. Well, you, in, you have the row open. Uh, oh, like I small uh, commercial growers out here. We have lots of potatoes in Manitoba. You oh, have the windrow, put in the I potato, in the <laughs> and the mix of water and fertilizer to, to go right on top of the potato, and it'll increase tuber production by 40%. Oh, and but it'll speed up the growth, too. To well, whatever the plant is trying to do, the rage doesn't promote just vegetative growth, whatever the plant's trying to do, if it's a potato trying to grow tubers at its early stage, you apply rage, it'll just accelerate what that plant is trying to do at that life stage. Oh, good. So, yeah, so with our potatoes, you're going to, so you're saying, Sheldon, so if you, you you dig your row out, you pop your tomato potato into the into the hole, and you're yep. saying we can, you should water right over top right over top of it so that way that rage can get into the germ of the potato it'll start increasing okay. cell division to get them to start producing tubers all right there what you go pre-soaking pre them uh i do have my garlic growers that do that with their garlic and if garlic can handle the mix of rage and water being soaked you can do that with your potatoes as well yeah drop them in a half an hour before i uh, put them in the ground yeah, yep. if, that, well, if you want to do it that way, and then you. you can, then you can water everything after you after you cover them up with the soil, give everything one more shot of the fertilizer, and away you go. And now, yep. what about uh, tomato plants when you uh, transplant them? Do you soak the the new roots, and uh, when you take them out of the pot, do you soak the uh, roots and then put them in the ground? That is correct. So you, what you'd want to do is a week before, if you haven't been using any rage and you're trying it for the first time and you want to take your tomatoes or any plant from one pot to the ground or a pot to a bigger pot, you water it with rage and water. One week later, that rage will be within the entire plant. Then you can transplant it and you won't get as much transplant shock. Oh, Okay. Super to know. I use Raised Plus for the last 20 years. So. Nice. Anyway, beautiful product. Thanks, John. Thank you Great both. to hear from you. Take care. Thank All you. Right, take care. All right. All right. We've got one more caller on the line. We might as well go to Darcy. Good morning, Darcy. Hi. How are you? Doing great. How can we help you? I've got a comment about the Rage and then a couple okay. of comments that I've heard uh questions being asked over the last couple of years that uh, that I have an answer to. Okay. The Rage Plus one, you probably won't believe it. First, I'm going to try to out-pun you that Sheldon's little fertilizer company has evolved into an outrageous product. 
Okay. Thank you. How, how's that? All right. That's a good okay. one. I like that the one. The red carpet, the, uh, coming out. the rage, the thing I did with rage, it was a couple of years ago, I think, and my, my tomatoes got ahead of me before I got the cages over top of them. And as I was putting the cage on, I broke a branch off of a cherry tomato, about the size of a pencil. But it already had about, oh, eight or ten blossoms and maybe a couple of little fruits on it already. Okay. And instead of just throwing it away like most people would have, I dipped it into about two inches of pure strength Rage Plus and then stuck a pencil in the dirt and stuck it right beside the the mother plant that it had broke off. And believe it or not, I actually got tomatoes off of that broken branch. Wow, fantastic. It was incredible. I couldn't believe it. Like, I hate, you know, when I'm thinning stuff out in my garden, I usually try to find a spot where I can replant it because I just hate pulling anything and just letting it die. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, the other two comments I had is several people have always have asked about uh, wintering peppers inside. And I do that just about every winter. And about this time of year, you know, middle of January, middle of February, you will get another crop of peppers, almost as good as the crop you got outside. Okay. Peppers do take a long time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The other comment was uh, several people have asked about the the garlic seed head if you can plant those and you can okay. and they grow great you'll if you have them for a year they'll grow to about a quarter loony sized but like an onion they won't separate like a garlic right but if you if you want bigger garlic just leave them in for another year and and they'll grow like a like you know like a normal clove like most people plant Okay. Okay. Good information. So you just take, you just cut the t- cut the top off of the like the garlic seed head, and then do you sprinkle the seeds, or how how do you do it? Yeah, yeah. Like most people, cut them off, and I've been told to do that also to get a bigger a bigger garlic. But I let them grow, and pick them when the stalk starts drying. Like you know, basically, you know, sort of like a poppy seed. Just let the seeds dry out, and then yes. crumble them up, and like. You know, depending on the garlic, you'll get like 50 seeds out of each one of those little pods. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. I'll have to ask some of my professional garlic growers here too what they do. You know what? It's it's just great. Like, I love it because I, I pick them every year, and you just get a nice little pearl onion size. You don't have to break it into cloves and peel off all those little angles. You just take that first surface off like an onion and... Mm-hmm cut her up and cook it however you want to cook it nice yeah it works great anyways right, that's perfect. the only comments i had for you today all right thanks for the okay. outrageous comments and uh <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon <laughs> thanks, thanks Darcy. all right all Bye. right take care all right well sheldon we got to take another break and when we get back we'll hit some more text and if you'd like to join us phone lines are wide open 403-974-8255. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. And I have a quick question here. What is the shelf life? Um, two to four years. And and do, this, and do the enzyme survive over time, Sheldon? 
Hi, Sheldon. Yeah, the enzymes will constantly be in the product. Okay, perfect. Awesome. All right, we have uh, a couple more callers, and we'll continue. The other one I like is, morning, is it okay to start herbs like basil, thyme, and rosemary? <clears throat> basil is one that loves to... Uh, dampen off as well so i i, I like using yeah. the seedling starter um for your basil and the herbs and things like that and uh, if you're doing the seeds i think that's the probably a little it's it's good to throw that little extra protection in especially on the basil and stuff like that at this time of year sheldon wouldn't you think yes definitely and you'll get a more flavorful uh, uh leaf and also it'll be a little bit thicker what you'll notice from the seedling starter as well Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. And when you first told me that, like, I remember looking at you and you said, this thing's going to put life back into that tree. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll be honest. I get <laughs> two or three guys, uh, <laughs> four guys uh, every couple months coming through with the latest, greatest fertilizer. And uh, and like I said, I already had a guy 10 years ago bring this to me. I think I already got the best one. So <laughs> I kind of laugh about that. But it's, it, and, it, and then when you see the customers bring the, bring the the results to you it, 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 it just it, it's okay it does do what he says and it and it's kind yeah. of uh it's kind of amazing stuff so all right we're gonna bring lila on the phone good morning lila good morning uh i'm growing uh an orchid plant and i'm just okay. wondering um when the it finishes flowering what do you do with that stock do you leave it there and let it dry out or do you pluck it off I'll let you Sheldon. answer this one, Merle. <laughs> okay. Sorry, go again. Uh, the... I'm, I'm growing a, a orchid plant, yep. and, and it's flowered, and I'm okay. wondering what you do with the flower stalk when it's finished. I, I always leave the stalk. I, like, it'll turn brown on the top inch or so. I just then just cut that off, and then you can continue to use, like if you want to use a Rage Plus, like that we had talked to an earlier. Do you do you use the ice cube method to water, or do you water just from up uh, top? Or on my little tiny one, I've I'm using the ice cube once a week, and on yeah. my big one, I'm I'm watering it. But I'm going to start okay. using Rage Plus after listening to this show. <laughs> yeah. So what you can do is um, Sylvia had mentioned, and she was going to. Uh, add it into their ice cube tray and then just freeze some rage cubes so that way you have it and you can just drop that in there and and, uh, and feed it that way just just pre-mix it fill your ice cube tray and yes, freeze them up I've and away you go nice cube tray and that's exactly what i'm gonna do now nice perfect all right so i just well then leave, you should be go i just leave yeah leave the stock it'll re-bloom three or four times at least on that same stock oh. but just It'll see you'll see one or two times, or at the end you'll see probably an inch or so where it'll go brown and shrivel up. Just uh, just cut that off, and uh, you'll be good to go. Okay, thank you for the help. All right, thanks, Lila. Bye bye. Take care. Thanks, Lila. See your bye -bye. show all the time. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's go to uh, Dennis. Good morning, Dennis. Hey, Dennis, how are you? Not too bad. Thanks for taking my call. Of Long course, how can we help first you? Time caller. Awesome, thank um, you. So I bought a couple dozen roses, and I, I cut them, put them in water, 
and added some seven up they okay. came to full bloom but now i have new growth shooting out okay are, are you getting okay. any roots on them as well or no no roots no roots okay. just growth so my my question is what do i do do i stick them in soil or wait it out for some roots Sheldon, what would you do with the? Would you give any of the Rage products that would help us get this thing growing? Well, I definitely would wait if you can get some roots on it. Uh, as we have said, there's some free samples at the garden center. Put some Rage in some water mix. Put your roses in there, and then once you get some roots, transport them into some soil. Okay. What type of rose is this? This like a cut rose that you got from uh, like for from a flower shop type thing, or? Um. No, I actually just bought a couple dozen for my wife from Costco. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they're I, cut. They're so cut, cut roses. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just curious what type if they're, because <laughs> a lot of the roses that we grow are growing on a different root root rootstock. But if you're going to grow it like, um, so it might not be won't be able to survive to go back outside. But we can get this growing as a as a house plant. Plus, it's kind of a neat project to try out. So. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. So if, if I do get some roots, then... Yeah, at that point, you can transplant it into some soil and continue to grow it like a house plant. Make sure it has good light. And right. uh, you should be good to go. And hopefully we'll get some stuff going by summer. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Thanks, Dennis. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's amazing what plants will do. And you see that lots. Hey, Sheldon, when you see... Um, people have cut off the edge of their lettuce and you stick it in. Also, you get a head of lettuce going or yep. the old avocado <laughs> that's been going for a hundred years, right? Yeah. Um, and lemon. It, but it's amazing how easy some of that stuff is. Like, I was really surprised at how easy the lemons were because I, I, I had some lemons that I got at the store and you had the seeds out. I let them dry out for a couple days and split them apart. It got, the, got to the core planted them like two or three weeks you get little lemon trees growing right like it's just yeah. it is amazing what you can kind of do and it's kind of fun doing that kind of stuff so well, if anybody has a secret success on chinese mandarins because that's all the oranges my kids will eat and that only comes around once every two months or once for two months in the christmas time period so if somebody yeah, so knows how to regrow growing. a mandarin tree let me know well, the same way, I would just do it the same way, Sheldon, like with the seed, if they, if, and a lot of times they're getting them seedless, which isn't, yeah. which makes it a lot harder. So I think you'd have to take cuttings then. But I think if you can, if there's any of the seeds in the, in the fruit, um, I find the citrus grows really easy, Sheldon. So you can break them, let them dry out for a couple of days and then, then to split that harder shell and get the core seed out of the center, put into okay. soil, use some of your evolved seedling starter, and uh, and away you go. So I'm selling your I product might, back to you. I might have let them dry out too too far. This was in the early days of Evolve uh, where I wanted to grow my own oranges or citrus trees just from the seed. Oh, I'll experiment with this and see if my rage will actually germinate this. But I think I put them through cold. Then through dark yeah. for 30 days, and then I dried them out too long, and they didn't grow anything. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I'll be honest. I just let them dry out for a couple of days right out of the fruit, like just finish eating the lemon, um, and then just put them out, let them dry for a couple of days um, to get the, the shell dried out, then sort of yep. just chipped it off like a like a peanut shell and got to the core and then and seed them, and 
I, I, like almost 90% success rate on the seed. So um, well, it, it I'm going to really try good. that and I'll do some before and afters and I'll, I'll send them over to you, Merle. <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right. We got to take another break. And when we get back, we'll uh, get back to the phone lines and text. You're listening to let's talk gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening, and Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up, Coverage Year-Round Full-Service Garden Center. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. And we got you covered here today with all the rage. And what else are we going to do, Sheldon? We got trying to get to your products, but we keep getting calls and texts, and everyone wants to learn about this. So um, we're going to do both and uh, okay. try and get through all this. And and try to hit a couple products as well. Um, let's go to the phone line. We do have Scott on the line. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. I uh, tuned in a little late, but I've been listening, and this may help me what you guys are talking about with your uh, fertilizer here. The backstory here is I transplanted a Diefenbacher, if that's the right um, pronunciation. I'm not too sure. Yeah, Diefenbacher, yeah. Okay, so it was my mother-in-law's, and uh, it was beautiful. <laughs> was beautiful plant <laughs> i just followed yeah. some information off the internet where basically i just it had what it had is a big giant crook in it sort of thing and it was getting too too big so we got new soil and new pot and we chopped it down and i put it directly into the soil um obviously put some water and whatnot in it and stuff like that. it's not overly wet but what's happening here is the bottom two to three sets of leaves were getting cranky and they're they're falling off and she's been cutting them off have i done something wrong here and, and can like, i repair it well like most tropical plants they don't like to be transplanted yeah okay you can try the rage plus as okay. we had mentioned before there's free samples of the rage plus to quickly revive your plant and get the cell division going again so you don't have further leaves dropping off the bottom okay should I should I be pulling it back out of the soil now, or just watering so it in what, the soil? Did you like you said when you pulled it, you cut off the top and you started a new one, or you just yeah. pulled the whole pot of the old pot and stuck it in a new pot? No, I wish I would have done that, but it was just get, we was just getting too big and stuff like that. So what I did is we just chopped it off. Like as for you know, I should have double checked, but as the internet just to just chop it off and you know pull back a little bit and stick it in, and it'll reroot itself. I think that's and which it great. will do, and that's fine. And it sounds like it's doing. Maybe see if it's doing that. I would, if it's still alive, you're going to lose some of the old leaves because it's maybe has too many leaves on it because it's trying to produce the roots. Okay. So like Sheldon said, I would give it some Rage Plus, and let's help get the roots going first. And okay. you might lose the odd leaf because it's trying to to develop roots, and it has all that top that it has to try to hydrate as well. Okay. So the plant itself will shut down some of the leaf. Because gotcha. it doesn't have enough, yeah, it doesn't have no root system yet to pull enough moisture to to okay. make them survive. Yeah, the top so, is doing fine. It's just the last, say, like, say, for the first yeah. bottom four leaves. Now, can I get? Yeah, this it'll product? it'll drop that, which is normal. Okay, and I can just pick this up at your store then, Merle. Yeah, yeah, we have the Rage Plus there. There's some free samples. Um, just ensure that you don't keep it too wet. Like, give it a good, like, give it some the Rage Plus here. And you don't have to worry about soaking it all the way through because as deep as you if you stuck it into the ground, try and keep that sort of medium moist and let it dry out a little bit in between watering. So maybe every couple of weeks, 
Okay. Um, until it roots up, and it it should uh, it should root up. What did you do with the root ball? Did you just throw the rest of that away, or did you? No, no. What it did is it already it already shot off a baby, which is actually doing very well. It's it's like I want to say yeah. it's about three feet, but the other one was mm-hmm. closer to ten feet. We cut it off and we you know trimmed it back. It was a big crook in it, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like the way it was yeah. Cooked. No, and you'll probably see it'll probably send out two or three little branching that, where you cut it off. Okay. Yeah. And and that that should be fine. So. Yeah, be interesting. Maybe let us know how this goes, and uh, we'll see, see your progress. Take it before picture if you get a chance. Yeah. We, we get lots of after pictures of how great things are, but we never get the before picture. So take a picture, but then I'll try the Rage Plus, and I'll absolutely I'll yeah. do that. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate your help. All right. Thanks, okay, Scott. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, and we're going to go to Al. Good morning, Al. Good morning, guys. Great show this morning. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're getting a wealth of knowledge from Sheldon. So how can we help you? Yeah, but well, first I was going to ask you, now that you've had Sheldon on, do I need to buy any of your spruce up fertilizer anymore? <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of both, and that's the yeah. like, we want to we want to offer the organic solutions as well. But sometimes you need uh, a little boost, like the thirty ten ten. Or the fifteen thirty fifteen things like that. Um, they all definitely have their, and they can work together on them. But absolutely, yeah, if you, you want to go all, yep. So you go to all your organics. I just want to. What I'm trying to do is ensure that we have a good quality fertilizer in in both um, demographics. Like some people want that instant. You want a little bit more nitrogen, things like that, or more, a bit more phosphate. Um, and you can do that with our green it up fertilizers. And and same with uh, with our green it up with our deep root injection. I want to offer the Rage Plus because I know what else it can do. It can get your trees nice and healthy and do those things and work in combination with the uh, with the other fertilizer as well. So, um, yeah, I, so I yeah, so I'm, absolutely, yeah. I'm just pulling your leg. No, no, I, yeah. I I like it. I don't mind being challenged like that because it is true. Like sometimes I think that okay, well, I'm bringing this in. It's gonna it's gonna um, it, what it is is it's giving other options, and organic is it's a different way of fertilizing as well. So I, I'm I'm very open, especially when you're growing the food and things like that. Um, I love the organics; it, it's a great way to do it. Yeah, well, I've got the I've got the Rage Plus I've been using for years, and the yeah. organic uh, tomato as well. Now I did buy a couple of years ago the organic ultra bloom but i've never used it so for the organic ultra bloom after yep. you get everything going with like rage plus or such when you get to the blooming stage would you then use the ultra bloom or do that use use to... both yeah okay. so the ultra bloom just for other listeners, it's a zero of nitrogen, four of phosphate, zero of potassium, and 1.4% right. calcium. But it has very strong uh, citric acid levels and lactic acid, which will digest roots pretty darn quick and clean them up. Uh, okay. That's the main difference between the Ultra Bloom and the Rage Plus is a zero zero six, which uses potassium hydroxide and, of course, seaweed. I would use them both in combination. You can mix them both in the container, but when using the Ultra Bloom, put that one in first. And then add your Rage Plus 
after because those strong acids that are in there, if you did the reverse, added your rage into your watering can, then added concentrated ultra bloom, it will start frothing and foaming up and out of the can. Oh, I see. So okay. the acids are very strong. Use the ultra bloom just when you're getting node production. Okay. Now, if uh, with the ultra bloom on something, uh, for example, like a snap peas or or something like that, you get yep. those uh, those uh, flowers, and then you get the peas. So that would work for like a you know a snap pea plant. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. Any any plant that you want to flower in an extreme, like extremely flower, that's where the ultra bloom, bloom really shines. Okay, very good. Very good. And I know Merle Alrighty. doesn't like using uh, dirt. He says soil, but you say dirt and grow on your container. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I went to university, dirt was supposed to be called soil, but, uh, yep, I, I call it dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It is because I, I don't like to get the the our our employees and that our team down at at the gardens that are mixed up. I said they, they sweep dirt off the floor and we put yeah. soil into the pot, so that way they're not putting the dirt off the floor into the pot. So, <laughs> I, I, because as you know, when you get uh, uh you get a whole bunch of new people in an industry, they, if you say dirt, they say, well, here's some dirt off the floor. I'll just put that. Yeah. So you got to make sure you're clear and everything. So I uh, I've learned that over the over the years. All okay. right, thanks, Al. Take okay. care. Thanks, Al. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, I got a question here for you, Sheldon. Hi, I'm wintering in Meza, Arizona. I use Rage Plus in YYCE, which is Calgary. Is it available in Arizona? It is can not. Can you mail it down to them? Or Yes. Yeah, it can be mailed into the U.S. with no issues. We do uh, – uh, you can order it through Spruce Up. We also do have our own online sales where we do ship into the U.S. as well. All right. Perfect. You just have to go to right. www.dirtandgrow.com. All right. And you can see all the products there. We're going to take another break here, Sheldon. I end up keeping you for the whole show, which is great. So I appreciate your time on a Sunday morning. Um, and That's then we'll uh, finish up. we got another 20 minutes here. And we'll try and get through the rest of these questions. And anything else you have, you're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I'm here with Sheldon Gazel. <coughs> um, got lots of questions going on, and we do Hello, have everybody. one caller on the. Yeah, we got one more caller on the line here. Let's go to Kathleen. Good morning, Kathleen. Morning. How can we I've help got you? A quick question. I've got a quick question for you. I'm looking for a some kind of a skinny spruce or cedar that I can plant yeah. along a back fence. It grows pretty quick and is skinny, but I can get a bit of a barrier between the neighbors. So, um, okay. there's a, for, there's a cu couple, variety. yeah, there's a couple options. The North Pole spruce is one that is it fairly any of the evergreens aren't super fast growing in, in Calgary. You're gonna get like once they get rooted in and going after two years, you kind of get a foot to two feet maybe, but they are slower growing or the fast agata, the column now columnar blue spruce is another good one for that um and there's a columnar pine as well but again most of them are a little bit slower growing and unfortunately 
um, a lot of the larger stock got depleted during COVID in the last couple of years. It was just so crazy, but we're trying to get our stock back up in that. Um, so what I like to do is even mix in some of the, the spire crab apples mixed in with the spruce or an evergreen in front, like do a wall of uh, maybe even calling or aspen in behind, like three of those, and then put two of the evergreens in front. And, and then that way you kind of get the, the quickness of the deciduous trees and then you get the year-round coverage mixed in with uh, with the evergreens. It, it's hard. We go to Kelowna and that, or even Manitoba, you see these beautiful um, cedar hedges and things like that. Um, we just you don't see them here in Calgary. It's a, it's a, it's just mm -hmm. a, it's a tougher go. Does that make sense, Kathleen? Oh, okay. Unfortunately, we lost you, but hopefully you're still oh. listening on the radio and uh yeah so the evergreens uh, a combination of the mix if you go to our website to uh, siugc.ca we have a thing called the plant finder on there and you can go in there and make a shopping list on there and type in what you're looking for and we should be able to to find that out for you as well yeah, all right keep that evergreen line or that fence line alive you know use the rage a lot of people try to use those evergreens then one third of them kind of brown off and it doesn't look so great, but the rage will help out in that scenario. Absolutely. I just planted a, a little row of these North pole spruce. And um, like I said, I was able to get them in on uh, like five, six foot range. But again, that source got depleted pretty quickly during the COVID times. And uh, so now right. everyone's just get, trying to, instead of selling 2025 plants, they're trying to save a few in the mix so we can, uh, have some of the stuff left over. Um, does Rage Plus work in a hydroponic growing system? Uh, yes, we have very pure uh, liquid where you don't get the grit. Uh, it won't plug lines, but I only, I only recommend don't use our fish product. You can use our okay. all-purpose, you can use our tomato seedling starter, liquids, Rage Plus liquid, calcium essentials liquid, no problem. Just don't use the fish. It will coagulate in a line and it will stop the flow. Okay, it's a get build up and things like that. And I forgot Correct. to mention, we've had a few people asking about um, even taking cuttings and doing things. We do have the rooting program too. You have the root gel and the rooting powder. Um, so yeah. even the gentleman with the with the um, Diefenbachia earlier. Um, it would yeah, have been great if he could have put a rooting hormone on it instead of right yeah. into the soil. Yep. Uh, as the one caller had called in, said she just dipped her plants into concentrated rates. Like, we don't have a recommendation for that, but great. She had great success. Awesome. All right. All right, let's go. Where are we at for time? We're okay. I'm uh, just trying to pull up a couple. And we did talk about this sort of with the, um, with with other bulbs and potatoes. Um, what about dahlias? Um Good morning. Can you talk about rage and the process of dahlias? Like once they are removed from the cold, cold room mid March. What? Uh, yep. What do you What are you thinking with those that are Sheldon? Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't recommend the soaking process, like with a potato or with a garlic bulb. Um, yeah. Once you transplant them out in the ground, then give them rage plus at that point in time. Uh, along, well, mix it to the three ml per liter rate. Doesn't matter how much water you put on it. It's not gonna be detrimental to the plant itself even if it's been over winter for such a long time 
Okay, perfect. Yeah, so that's typically when you want to pull your – and when you are pulling your, your dahlias up, so I like to put them in probably a two- or three-gallon pot um, and, and just get them going. When they get about 18 inches high, I like to cut them off, take about six inches off the top, and then that really just helps thicken them up. And then at that point, I typically will put a tomato cage around it as well. And and then that way it can grow up through that tomato cage. And then when we get our heavy rains or the wind going in the summertime, it's going to be supported and you won't see the tomato cage. And it's a lot easier to put it on when it's small than when it's fully grown. So that's typically Definitely. what we do with, with those. All right, we got to take one more break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on QR Calgary. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm here with Sheldon Gelsel with Dirt and Grow, Rage Plus, and we have Bernie on the line. Good morning, Bernie. Hello. Hello, Bernie. Hi, Bernie. How can we help you? Hi, guys. Um, uh, this is a question about the Katoni Aster oyster scale infestation we've had here in California yes. the last couple yes. of years. And I was just going to um, ask your guest if... Uh, any of his products are uh, suitable for combating that? Well, most of his products are fertilizers, so but they will help in the rejuvenation. We got to deal with that scale. So typically, yeah. what we're recommending is if, if if it's quite bad, we rejuvenate. So cut it right down to the ground, right, and remove all that dead wood. Um, treat the area with Pierre Spray Green, which is a pharmaceutical grade mineral oil to help get rid of the scale. And and typically about beginning of July is when they're the the scale is in flying form, so we try to treat it at that time. But then after when you do um, cut it back, and then the spring using the Rage Plus shell, then definitely a great way to get it going again. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely we'll get it going very quickly. Which you probably don't even want to cut the tree, which most people want to keep their big plant and have that nice plant to look at but unfortunately scale is a difficult one to get rid of the mineral oil will prevent it uh, but won't eliminate that scale from coming back again Uh uh-huh yeah yeah my issue is that um, like some of the hedges out here um, they're total uh, total wipeouts but uh, I've only got about a oh I don't know maybe 20%, 15% 20%, 15% of, of infestation. So um, uh, I'm sort of, I've, I've cut out the bad stuff already as of last year. So, uh, you know, if I take the whole hedge out, I might be dead before this thing comes back up. So <laughs> um, I, I'm sort of, you know, I'm sort of trying to fudge my way through it. And that's that's why I'm, uh, uh, you know, cutting out what I what I can see. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spray them. But, but you uh, will be... That's a good point. Bernie, you will be much better off just cut it right down because the plant isn't trying to use all its energy to rejuvenate those old dead wood. And when it's diseased like that, it's different than desiccated wood like we've talked about, like with birch trees where the Rage Plus will go in. This stuff has been sucked dry from all the bugs. Oh, I see. Eliminating that, get rid of all the old dead wood, and just let's start with nice new fresh growth. And then Uh that hedge will be up back doing all that energy goes to new growth okay um a couple of years you're gonna have your hedge back full size and you can continue uh, on 
All right. Yeah, that was a super good point. I, I didn't even think about uh, because, as I said, there are some sp- there are spots where I've chopped it right down, and uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about treating it with the uh, Rage Plus to get it re- going again really well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. All right, Sheldon. Um, so let's maybe we got a couple minutes here. Um, I know we talk about the Rage Plus all the time. Um, we have a big following. People have really good luck um, and good success with the tomato food. Yeah. I like that one because it also has the calcium. Maybe tell us a little bit about the tomato. We only got uh, three or four minutes, three minutes, okay. Sheldon. So we got we'll go a little quicker on some of these. All right. The tomato fertilizer has about ten percent Rage Plus in it, and okay. also has those three um, enzymes in it that are a mild form. Uh, which help to keep roots clean and healthy. And then, of course, it has a 3 of nitrogen, a 2 of phosphate, a 2 of potassium, and it has, I believe, 0.7% calcium and a bunch of trace minerals. So it, it'll cover off all the needs your plant's going to need and having Rage in it will get it going. If you want okay. more performance, you can use Rage and the tomato together. Okay, perfect. And um, another one we get a really good uh, response from our from our customers is the tree and shrub with the clay buster, like the, it's a, it's more of a granular type fertilizer. And what's, what's that one about? Uh, that granular version, uh, the nitrogen source comes from shrimp meal, uh, which has um, a lot of uh, hormones in the shrimp meal to rejuvenate uh, basically trees and shrubs. It has six of nitrogen, two of phosphorus, two of potassium. But as I talked about that pH neutralizer in dog spots, the tree and shrub also has pH neutralizer, so that way um, it'll also open up the porosity of your soil, neutralize the pH where the trees like it, and we put about 2% by volume, Rage Plus is put into the granular. So it's basically sprayed on the powder, goes through our granulating machine, so it has a lot of Rage to get things going as well. Okay, perfect. Um, and just going through, I know we have the root, we have the the the, the house plant one. The house plant one is a good one as well because it comes in a bit of a smaller bottle. I had a couple people ask, can we, can they buy the samples um, if they want more than one? And I said, well, we do have the the 500 mil of the house plant as well, which is which is yeah. great for small apartments for all your indoor plants. That's correct. It's a, a ultra indoor. One, two, one for nitrogen, phosphate, potassium. And once again, that one has about 10% Rage Plus in it. So you can use it on your indoor house plants, and it has the three enzymes to keep the roots clean and healthy and digest any molds or mildews or any rotting roots, which we tend to get with tropical plants because they've been pot down for years. All right. And do you have any suppliers um, in the Kootenays, um, BC, that carry your product that you know of? Uh, yes, you can check at the Art Maps. Uh, uh, chain of stores. There's also uh, Maple Leaf Garden Center, North Van, and West Vancouver. Uh, okay, what about the Kootenays? In the Kootenays, uh, Kelowna, there, uh, it was previously an art nest, but I think it's named, um, it's got a different name on it. They just transitioned yeah. to a, a new name. So Kelowna is the only one that Chilliwack region, uh, if you could go down and Talk to the local garden center. We're looking for somebody for that Chilliwack area. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sheldon. I appreciate all your time. And uh, and we'll get our garden on right here next week on QR Calgary.